Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's got a head. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not trying this week. <laughs> Go on, it's Howard Long. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to all of our lovely patrons on Patreon lovely. for supporting this show. And thanks to you for listening to this show. I suppose, I suppose you're all right too. So what's been happening in the last Olympian, Howard? Samuel Fell, who infiltrated Silver City, where all the poshos live, with their expensive yes. beans by um, putting on the fingertips and the eyeball of um, a person he Boys murdered on a train. Um, <laughs> yes, also that, as yes. In- is now, oh, but also known as the hero. The, he- the, the hero. <laughs> yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. yeah, the hero. He's murdered. A, he's murdered. He's only murdered one person. Yeah, so, so far. far. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now he's just decided that he's not even going to follow through with the plan because Kefensi turned up and said you've got to go now and you've got to go and murder Basilius Rex and become him be him, yes. dick fuck. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Samuel and that Fell, just pushed yeah. Samuel over the edge. That last dick fuck was yeah. one too many, right? Yeah. And you're like, no, no. Well, you've you've organised things, so I am a silver person yeah. now. You've given me the identity of Mortimer Sykes, a man that I murdered on the train. Mm. So I'm going to keep it, and you can fuck off back to Bronze Town. Brilliant. Yep. And he's gone. But then Kefensi, like Megacles, oh. is all like, "Hey, shit, man! Sh- I told you you shouldn't have done that. No. Uh, me, Megacles." <laughs> <laughs> told you that, okay? But he said, no, he's, he thinks he's got a choice. He does, does not. not. Right? That was a pretty exciting cliffhanger. Mm. Mm. So let's get started, shall we, Howard? Yes, please. Right, so do you remember what's happening in the script, Howard? All is kind of lost um, and well it's kind of lost Samuel yeah, yeah. Sam Fell just um, refused yet another Sam- call hello, hello Samuel Fell and he was like <laughs> he Sam- keeps Sam- doing Fel- that right he's done yeah. that a lot of times yeah so he found out that um, surprisingly the villain hasn't been st- um, storing um, um, incriminating evidence in a filing cabinet in his in his offices um, mm. So he thinks that they're all gonna, so they're all screwed, and he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna live here and be Mortimer Sykes yeah. and live the champagne life." Hang on, they're all Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! So like, every one of them is gonna get visited by three ghosts. Now. That's some busy ghosts. And uh, I know I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Got to be quick. Got 18 more people to visit tonight. Come on! All right, here's what is yeah. your childhood. I can't. What, what did the past do? Yeah, yeah, did the show. Let's we'll just get you all together. Could all the Scrooges get together in one room? I'm going to do you all at once. It's going to be a quick <laughs> Okay. Is, all right, well, Ghost Christmas Present, that's easy because yeah. that's today. Here's what's happening today. You're all being visited by ghosts. Ghost, so like, bye. Yeah, yeah, bye. <laughs> Christmas future, you're all dead. dead. That's how that's how time works. Time right, work, bye. Yeah, okay, yeah. You, are you good now? Mm. <laughs> no, just confused. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. The only the only ghost that does any work really is the ghost of Christmas past, isn't it? I can't remember what what does the. 
what the Ghost of Christmas Past shows him. Uh, him as a child. Is it his girlfriend? Him is it as, his girlfriend? It shows him as a child when he used to um, live with a load of Muppets in a school or something. And it, show, <laughs> <laughs> it shows him at a party in the past with a load of Muppets. <laughs> Where he loves a human. Um, it's weird, but... I think. You know, I, the one thing that all three ghosts have in common is they keep showing him Muppets. Like Muppets in the past, Muppets in the present, Muppets yeah. in the future. It's a very strange yeah. choice. Okay, well, that's not important right now because no. we're not reading the Muppets Christmas Carol. No, we're, you know, the, we're reading by, the by... Muppets Christmas Last Olympian. <laughs> who would you, if you, it was the Muppets, who would you cast as um, Samuel Fell? Well, he'd have to be the human, right? So so we've got to have a So me, I guess. Okay, right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, right, yeah. Got to give myself a job, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but okay, let's assume I'm not in the running. Hmm. So Samuel, he's got to be... I mean, the thing, Michael Caine nailed that part partly because he's quite famous for deciding to play it like he's in a normal film with yes. normal actors, right? And that really works, right? Because yeah. it, that that's what... That's what that's kind of one of the reasons why that film stands out among yeah. Muppet movies, right? Um so we want I think in this movie we want someone who can also do that. Someone who'll take it really ridiculously seriously. Okay, so we're not casting you as Samuel Fell then. I, I think I'm out of the running based on those criteria. Because <laughs> you'll be going like, mm, here I am, I'm Samuel Fell. I'm going to run across yeah. the top of a train now. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 Miss Piggy's like, could you tone it down mm. a bit? You're really hamming it up yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> So what what is Samuel's character? He is well, he's a Hollywood he's action put hero, upon. isn't he? He is a, he, he is he is capable, isn't he? He's quite strong because he scares those mm. villains when he's a kid. Um, but he's also convincing as a chemist. As like he just goes like he just Marky Mark. Yeah, I'm, you've sold me <laughs> on Marky Mark then. <laughs> a convincing chemist. Oh God, no! Oh. Playing it seriously. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I could totally go with that. Yeah, brilliant. You want someone? I mean, you want someone who's well respected, who you wouldn't expect in a Muppet movie, wouldn't you? That'd be good. Who's a? Well, I mean, I they, 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 everyone. They all, they all now, want they? to be in Muppet movies, don't they? Because I was yeah, just that's the trouble. Because I was just thinking, um, born, you know, um, Matt, Matt Damon. Um, yeah. Someone like that, but but Marky Mark sounds like a better choice, <laughs> just because he's. <laughs> Yeah, because like, you think all the old, old respected actors that you would like, you think, oh, who's the, someone who's just like takes it really seriously and is in theatre? But then they're all in Marvel movies and yeah. stuff, and they're stupid as well. So it's like no one, no one, in a, in a, I think in a good way, no one takes acting very seriously anymore. Yeah, but that just ruins. big money's in but, the stupid movies. But that ruins this, doesn't it? We need, we need yeah, someone it who makes this difficult. So, somebody wouldn't be yeah. seen dead in a Muppet movie, we want, but then everyone wants to be in one. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> he takes himself very seriously and doesn't like stupid movies and thinks that we should all be making movies about gangsters all the time. Well, you say that, but I mean, if you look at Martin Scorsese, I would, I would argue that he probably is a Muppet because he's got those big <laughs> fake eyebrows and everything, hasn't he? No, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anyone in the world, uh, or certainly no actors who take themselves seriously anymore. And I think that is a wonderful thing. Yeah. But it does does get in the way of this conversation. <laughs> Let's just get um, Ross from Friends then. He could do it. Yeah, we could get Ross from Friends. Um, not the actor, the character. <laughs> character, yeah. Because yeah. he, he takes himself quite seriously, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he's quite, and he's a lot younger because we don't want uh, whoever, it is that play, <laughs> whoever it is that plays him because he's too old. Oh, okay. No, Jason Statham. Okay. Even though even though he definitely would do a Muppets movie if you asked him because like um, yeah. he is down for that kind of thing, he'd still appear 
super serious doing it. Well, that was the deal in Crank, right? They told him... Yeah. He said he didn't know how to do comedy, and they said, don't do comedy, just yeah. play it seriously. And I guess he... It's difficult to tell in Crank, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's difficult to imagine anything <laughs> in that movie being serious. But, but he kind of does do that. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a great actor to be in a, a star yeah. in a Muppet movie. Yeah, I guess it would. And this is like, if, yeah, if, if, if he's going through all this very serious mm. stuff, and meanwhile... Kofensi's singing a song about, about <laughs> how he's uh, how his his mam would be there for the cause. My mam would be there for the cause. <laughs> All yeah. the money. His mam would be there for the cause. Yeah, and Fozzie Bear <laughs> is playing Kofensi, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Biggest question, most important question, though. I don't think we've uh, we've got to the the real meat of this conversation. Okay, we've we've cast our main human part. Yeah. We know that Fozzie Bear is playing Kofensi, so that's like the the second biggest part <laughs> of the film, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But who, which part is Gonzo playing? <laughs> <laughs> this matters, right? I suppose. I mean, like, well, I mean, there is the the part of Basilius Rex available. Basilius Rex mm. is a definite contender, right? But mm. I think that's a Miss Piggy part, maybe. Oh, really? Should Miss Piggy play uh, play the the love interest? No, that's Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gonzo plays what's her name? Bridget Astor. Bridget Astor. And mm-hmm. Miss Piggy plays Basilius Rex for deaths. And mm. Kermit, who's Kermit? Megacles. <laughs> no, Megacles could be that. Um, that what's the one with the beak? The blue guy with the beak. Oh the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, eagle. Yeah, 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 the eagle. He's Megacles. Yeah, right? he's good as Megacles. Yeah. Uh, Mortimer Sykes, obviously, that's got to be someone. <laughs> so that'd be good because that's a Muppet yeah. who's going to be replaced by Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. No one, no no one notices. Is, is, yeah. Well, that's Kermit then. Yeah, because you have to give Kermit <laughs> yeah. a decent role in a movie, don't you? Yeah, that's true. Okay, cool. That's and then, um, and then Jason Statham has to green up for the rest of the movie. <laughs> They paint him green. Yeah, like, while still playing it really seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially now it's a kid's movie, you can't really have him cutting his fingers and often his eye out. Yes. But you can have him being painted green <laughs> and having two eyes balanced onto, <laughs> like, fake eyes balanced on top of his head. Yes. Right? And every yeah. time he goes up to an eye reader, he's got to close his real eyes in case it sees his real eyes. Yeah, that's brilliant, actually. Like, um, yeah, that is We better. just remove um, Kermit's... Um, Hand and eyeballs and like his arm. Yeah, his arm. Yeah, and and but Kermit's fine because he's a muppet and he's just like he can't see for a while, but he's just like and he's only got one arm. Yeah, but yeah, you show that you can just put him back on again, like take him off first, and he's like and yeah. then just put him back on for a bit and show that it works, so the kids aren't traumatized. Yes, and then it's like don't look, Kermit. We're just going to borrow your one of your arms and one yeah. one of your eyes, right? <laughs> yeah, because he only need one. So yeah. he's got one Kermit eye and one ping pong ball on his head, <laughs> right? <laughs> and not yeah. cut in half or anything, just glued on. Yeah. <laughs> just as is, right? Yeah. Uh, what about the Doctor? The Doctor's quite a main, oh, quite a big yeah. part, not a main part, but it's quite a, a significant part. I mean, there is a Doctor in the Muppets, isn't there? <laughs> Shit, yeah. Okay, no, that's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yeah. Because who's Kofensi again? That's um, Fuzzy Bear, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's doing all the talking yeah. and explaining what's going on. And I mean, like, here's, and the, this Doctor's going to cut your cut your eye you've off. You've two people you'd feel really unsafe with in this situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fuzzy's the brain and... Mm. Animal is the is the the the, the, the hands the one who's actually yeah. going to do the surgery. Yeah, that's good. Cool. And then you've just got all. I mean, there's a, the good thing about this movie is there's a lot of small parts in it. There's a lot of bit parts, a lot of guards, yeah. and you know people who are just there for a few lines. And so you get to get you manage to get a lot of the other Muppets in just to do a quick 
Yeah. Um, equipment like everyone well. that works at the biotech office are chickens. <laughs> yeah. And those two, those two guys who are clearing out the filing cabinets, they're big chickens. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe they're not. Who would they be? Two people that can't are really bad at noticing somebody rolling. <laughs> really bad at noticing Jason Statham with two ping pong balls glued to his exactly head, painted green, is. doing forward rolls. It's um, it's Statler and Waldorf, isn't it? It's the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, because they're too busy like doing quips and and insulting. Yeah. They're probably insulting people through the window because it's mm-hmm. got all those glass walls, right? Mm. So they're in there going, "Look at that guy! Look, he's rubbish yes. at stapling," <laughs> and laughing at their own jokes. And that's why yes. they don't notice what's going on because they're too busy mocking people. Yeah, brilliant. And they're a double act, so mm. they, you know that there's a reason for them being there together. Brilliant. It's almost like you wrote this to be a Muppet movie. <laughs> <laughs> it suits it very well. Well, I mean, I think there's two possibilities. Number one, any movie would be good with Muppets in it. <laughs> yeah. That's a def- definite possibility that that's mm. true. Number two, your writing is more suited to Muppets than people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd say equally possible. Maybe mm. both things. Both. All right, so um, if the Muppets want to get in touch and make this happen, (laughs) then we're very open to it, right? What we should do is we should try and get it made two versions at the exact same time. The Muppet version and the serious version, and like you can just go and see both yeah. or choose which. Both starring Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the rest of the cast completely different. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, obviously one's Muppet, one's people. <laughs> Probably didn't need to say that the rest of the cast <laughs> was different. That was pretty obvious. Yeah. I don't think that you should get a human Kermit. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> So Samuel has been to talk to Kofensi at the pub, mm-hmm. and now he's going home. Exciting. Cut to interior Mortimer's apartment, night. Mortimer enters. Soaked through. Is this actual Mortimer, or are you making a mistake? Oh, yeah, I'm alive? making a mistake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's an unfortunate oh, one. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Kermit the Frog hasn't just turned up. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> Kermit enters with only one eye and yeah. arm. Wow. No. Um, okay. So I think at some point, I think at some point during this script, I was like, I'd been calling like once he turned into Mortimer, I was calling him Mortimer, and then I was like, this is just really confusing. I just need to say that he's. Yeah. But then you've got people calling him Mortimer to his face. What's he's called Sam? It's, it's really difficult. It's a really weird thing to have to do in a script is have somebody called something that's. Everyone else calls by a different name. But isn't it isn't it like for the actors you just keep one name? Yes. I mean I know you very rarely keep one name for yeah. any character under any circumstances. Mm. But so that they go, Oh, somehow that's me. Yeah. And then the dialogue, they just have to say the dialogue, right? So mm. just say what it says. Yeah, call him Mortimer, but yeah, <laughs> otherwise Samuel's yeah. not going to learn those lines. He's like, I thought that was, I thought that was more. Yeah. I thought that was for Mortimer. Yeah. I thought that was Kermit's life. I was Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed Kermit was going to come in at that point and say his bit. I only learned the first ten pages. I didn't think I was in it anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. So interior Mortimer's apartment. Night. Samael enters, soaked through, because he was standing in the rain. Yes. He pulls his coat off, his shirt and trouser. <laughs> a bit of a surprise <laughs> haven't mentioned but when they cut his eye off and his fingertips off also cut his leg off yeah, just because yeah. they just they were just got carried away didn't they mm-hmm. that doctor was just enjoying it so much he's like yeah. I'm having such fun cutting one of your things off I've cut one of your <laughs> legs off I did hand eye leg and I'm going to do one of your penises as well yeah 
No, wait, I've only got one of those. <laughs> Not any more, you haven't. <laughs> so he pulls his coat off, his shirt and trouser, and tosses them on the floor. Mm. The other trouser he keeps on. <laughs> <laughs> he pours a whiskey and has a smoke. Mm. Ding dong, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> And I know it's. Not, I, I realise it's not just you. It's just like, but that is a, just an amusing script thing that that, um, that people apparently do. He goes to the spy hole. He opens the door. Right. Okay. It's Bridget, and she says, "Hi. I thought maybe you could do with someone to ah." <laughs> she tails off as she sees he is practically naked. Oh, okay. I've got to do that line again. All right. So what she actually says is, "Hi. I thought maybe you could do with someone to ah." <laughs> yeah, I mean, what we know, she might be terrified. It might be, oh, hi, I thought you could use somebody to, ah! Yeah, that's true. But okay, we better, we better do all the possibilities. Okay, mm. here I go. So, first one, it's um, Homer Simpson seeing food. Right? <laughs> hi, I thought maybe you should, I thought maybe you could do with someone to, ah, blah, 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 blah. Right? Next up, hi, I thought maybe you could do someone to, ah! <laughs> and, hi, I thought maybe you could do with someone to, woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Howard Long's probably. Howard Long writing a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely that one. That's one, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, what she, she says, I, I thought maybe you could do someone to a ha-ha. Mm. She tails off mm. as she sees he is practically naked. Mm. She, oh, fuck. She's intoxicated by him. The romance <laughs> she feels to be in the air. <laughs> wow. He's got really impressive penis. <laughs> fucking, she's intoxicated by one look at his nudie bod. It's just like a, a, wow. a wet, half-naked man. He's probably looking quite big. <laughs> with only one trouser. With only one Isn't trouser like, on. Did it say he's smoking a cigar? Or did I imagine that? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say cigar. It says he's smoking. He's drinking whiskey and smoking. Yeah, that's but we so know. Sexy. Yes, we know how women in Howard Long stories <laughs> feel about the uh, men who stink of <laughs> yeah, we do. whiskey. Yeah, we that's do. What, that's Henry Rollins <laughs> and Sally <laughs> Edmead. Well, it's going to happen now, then, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this <laughs> oh, this floor's not high enough. Do you want to go up to the top one? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. Why? Pissing? <laughs> I mean, you mean it's raining? You mean it's raining? No, yeah, I mean, it's course. going to be. She's it's looking going at him. to be raining. She's looking at him, soaking wet. She's wet. thinking he's covered yeah. in piss. Um. <laughs> he stinks of tobacco yeah. and, and whiskey. Mm. Oh, just like my sister, um, Sally Edmead. Mm. I, Bridget Edmead, would mm. like to have sex with this man. <laughs> um, the thing is, right, again... Yeah. I've, it's like that when you read the script, it sounds really dumb, but this happens in movies all the fucking time. <laughs> all right. Two people barely know each other. Yeah. One of them sees the other one a bit naked. I think it happens with female characters seeing male characters really commonly as well. Cause I feel like it's still like now it feels a bit sexist with like when, when, when you get a, a female character, yeah. naked in a movie they usually have some other excuse to try and make out like it's not so we can see that character naked you don't have the male character going woof, woof, because then then it's obvious that you've only you, you're just just like trying to find excuses yeah. to take her clothes off but the same hasn't become true for male characters yet so they can get naked and the woman can go woo, woo, yeah. and that happens a lot <laughs> right this scene is super familiar and really, really, really stupid. When I wrote this many years ago, uh, that no one yeah. had ever objectified a man before, so this was the first <laughs> ever example <laughs> no, of no, it. No, no. Not sure. Not sure that's true. <laughs> 
Um, she tails off. Uh, yeah, so she's intoxicated by him. The romance she feels to be in the air. She feels romance and she is intoxicated by it. I mean, based on what? Because, I mean, he's not like, I mean, he's he's just been through a, a load of stuff and he's not in a particularly like sexy mood, is it? What What is he putting out there? I mean, there's not romance. That She might be looking at him thinking, I want to fuck him. But there's no romance in the air because he's not looking at her thinking the same. Yeah, true. But to be fair, when people feel things in the air, what they're really feeling is things in their head. <laughs> there is, There are no emotions in the air. Yeah. <laughs> what's in the air is oxygen and argon. Okay, <laughs> That's what's in the air. <laughs> yeah. Some gas, all right? Yeah. What you feel is your own emotions, which you're then projecting to someone else. And if you're lucky, mm. you may be seeing the expression on someone's face and realising their emotions and therefore those emotions do interact. But in this case, what she's feeling mm. is her own horniness yeah. and she's projecting that onto the argon in the air. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's what I'm going to say. Cool. So, yeah, so basically what's happened is he's opened the door almost yep. naked, only wearing... Naked except for one single trouser. Hmm. Um, she, without looking at him, goes, Hi, I thought maybe you could do with someone too. And then she sees his mm-hmm. half his penis behind his half trouser <laughs> yeah. and goes, Oh. She tails off as she sees he is practically naked. Mm-hmm. She is intoxicated by him. She's immediately drunk by his nudity. Mm. The romance she feels in the air. And <laughs> Samael breaks the mood by going, mm, I got wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's his line. No, oh, I got wet. And Bridget, can you can you can you guess what her <laughs> her flirty her flirty response to a man who she's attracted to saying, "No, oh, I got wet." Is um, I can see or no, um, how worse? Um, she me says, too. Yes, me too. <laughs> oh, really? Oh God! Oh shit! Yeah, this just just yeah. for anyone listening, this is way before all that business with um, Harvey Weinstein. So there's no um, yes, yeah, no <laughs> you're not, you're there. not, not misappropriating. Yeah, yeah, God, fuck no, you're not really badly, horribly misappropriating a really yeah. significant and important phrase. What you're doing is writing porn dialogue, because mm. <laughs> 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 characters in movies don't go like when they're yeah. still flirting with someone they're not even with yet. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so wet. Oh, you're yeah. so big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But the thing is, right? The thing is, like, she probably is wet from the rain as well. Because if, like, she's yeah. really, really dry, and like, um, then then she's just this is just too forward. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. I hope so. I, I yeah, I hope so. Okay. But the next line, the next direction is she. Isn't. She can feel herself, <laughs> and she does do. <laughs> she can feel herself being pulled towards him. <laughs> but not by him because yeah. the next line is, is him he? doing that okay, yeah. right. <laughs> so she she can feel herself being pulled towards him by emotion mm. but then he grabs her and kisses her wow. she kisses him back mm. they kiss <laughs> yeah I got that <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for making it really clear with that last sentence there though. He grabs her and kisses her. She kisses him back. Wait a minute, Howard. What? But what's going on? <laughs> what are they doing? Oh, they kiss. Okay, cool. Yeah. Her clothes join his on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and that's that famous scene where you yeah. film their feet. Film their feet. And what's there's a yeah. spoof movie that does that, right? Is that uh, it's one of the naked, naked, gun naked or guns or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because like loads of things come. It's the one where like but somebody's it, got a false arm or something, and that goes down as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. That's that's the naked gun thing. Yeah. And also, it happens in a Neil Breen movie, right? It yes. happens in Fateful Findings, and it looks like a spoof. <laughs> yeah, 
but it isn't. Yeah. But that's the funniest one. That's brilliant. Um, but yeah, and this one, this one's going to be pretty funny because, as we know, um, she's just coming from the rain as well. So what's happening is there's this squelchy clothes going up. Splats, up. yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Really unsexy splats. Yeah, and it takes a long time to take wet clothes off. You have to peel uh, them off. As, right? as we've so learned gonna... from Forget Me Not, uh, they, get, they get stuck on you, don't you? You can't get them <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. And then you have to go to the bathroom to yeah. look at your own boobs to check that everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. And then you know what happens next? You, do. you see you see all those pills in the sink and you're like, oh fuck. They're ne- are you telling me, Will, that there never was any intimacy because yeah. of pills in the sink? Right, I'm going to the park. I don't yeah. care if it is raining. Of course in this film what happens is she goes to the bathroom to look at her boobs, looks down at the sink and sees a load of fingertips and an eyeball in the sink and she, and she realizes there never was any intimacy. Or rather there was, but not with Mortimer Sykes, because <laughs> yeah. he's dead. Mm. <laughs> he's a dead frog on a train track. <laughs> Wait a minute. You there never was any frog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a man painted green. <laughs> yeah. And she looks in the mirror and sees all the green makeup that's smeared over her lips from snogging him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who's playing this part? It's Gonzo, right? <laughs> Wait a minute, there never was there never was any intimacy. So Samuel and Bridget Astor had sex despite having no chemistry and not really knowing each other. (laughs) Cut to interior newsroom day. A newsreader says, with only a two days to go. (laughs) No one's proofreading this news copy. Someone is someone. Someone needs to be sacked for this. I'm reading what's on what's yeah. on the teleprompter, and it says, "With only a two days to go." Who wrote this? Uh, sorry, that was me, Howard. Sorry, yeah. I, I've been I've been very worried about the whole um, apocalypse that appears to be happening. I've been very distracted. I've been taking some very bendy drugs, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I've I've got yeah. to admit they have been affecting my work in a bendy manner. With only two days to go, have been accused of withholding evidence. Rex naturally denies these claims. So it's like halfway through a sentence. Right, yeah. So I've got to move on to it. With only two days to go, have been accused of withholding evidence. Ah. Rex naturally denies these claims. Mm. So things are maybe going a bit wrong for Basilius Rex in the European court. I have no idea. All right, so next scene, interior press conference day. Basilius is addressing reporters. The well-being of our populace is my priority. Segregation has been an unfortunate necessity of the past. But if the shadow of the Mayan death is truly gone, then we shall gladly reassess this situation and prioritise people in poorer areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know I'm a rich person who has spent his whole life basically screwing poor people, but I honestly promise I'm going to be nice now. I'm going to give all my earnings to poor people, just like Jeff Bezos didn't. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those promises I'm definitely going, I'm going to be nice now, even though I've never shown any sign of being it before. Yeah. The image pixelates and we pull back to interior office day. Samael and Bridget watch news on computer together. Samael turns news off. I feel like um, when Kefensi says uh, he's got no choice, um, then cuts to um, to Samael back in his flat or whatever. That like we're going to find out he's got no choice, but what's actually happening is is not that. And now he's just fucked. A, he's just had some sex, and seems like he is doing what he wanted. He said he wanted to live yeah. uh, Mortimer Sykes' life and stay in this place and 
Yeah, and the first thing that happens is this woman he's been lusting after comes and immediately has sex with him. Yeah. Without a conversation. Mm. <laughs> like, literally, she starts yeah. saying a sentence. She didn't even get to the end of one sentence. She got halfway through a sentence, saw half his penis and just took her clothes <laughs> off. That is what happened in that scene. So after the, they watch the news together, they talk in hushed tones. Mm. Do you believe him? Of course not. If he had any intention of reinstating quality, I think I mean equality there, but if he had any intention of reinstating quality or equality, yeah. he wouldn't have had the files destroyed. Mm. And also, very few people just suddenly change to their exact opposites for no reason out of nowhere. It's, I'd say especially rich people. Mm. It, but the only, the only possibility, I would say, is if last night he was visited by three <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> I mean, if that happened, and those three ghosts obviously were Muppets yeah. and they did a load of singing and dancing and yeah. taught him that actually it's bad to be a miser because then you die. Yeah. But if you're, if you're nice to people, then you live, live forever. forever. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's what it, that film's about. Mm. And get to sing songs with Muppets. Then maybe, maybe he's telling the truth. But, uh, I mean, do you see any Muppets around here? No. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and yeah. and there, exactly, and therefore, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason Statham's playing this part. I forgot, exactly, and that's why I don't trust him. Mm. If the moment I see a load of Muppets, <laughs> then maybe I'll believe that he's changed his ways. Okay. <laughs> and the, the only Muppet voice I can do is Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Bridget Astor just asked Samuel if he thinks maybe Basilius Rex might have suddenly turned good. <laughs> well, you said before that she was fucking him good. So, I mean, <laughs> so maybe like she's finally extracted all of his evil venom yeah. and uh, now he's a good guy. Maybe. <laughs> let's, see how, let's see how that conversation goes. If he had any intention of reinstating equality, he wouldn't have had the files destroyed. Mm. Bridget says, I... Sleep next to him. Mm. It would be easy. I've often thought it. I could murder him in his sleep. Mm. Is what I'm saying, basically, in case you didn't get that. That's what I think about when I'm lying next to him. No, there has to be another way. (laughs) God. I'm the main character in a movie. I have to be against murder, but whilst also murdering quite a lot of people (laughs) on my way to get what I need. But not not another main character. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, no, because he's just being silver now as well. He's turned into... And that one silver is the middle oh, classes, think? so he's turned into a centrist, basically. He's going like, um... Right, right. Um, you know, I'm, I've got lots of money, I don't want to lose my money, so I'm not going around killing people because that might, you know, endanger my, my position. So there's got to be a way yeah. of making things fair, but I'm going to do nothing about it. Maybe we could use the system to, uh, mm. to solve all these problems, you know. Maybe we could ask him nicely mm. if he would uh, create equality. What do you think about that? That's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so what <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm going to ask him nicely. All right, but from but from a distance. <laughs> I'm going to say it from here and yeah. hope that he hears me. Oh, could you make equality, please? All right, let's get back on with our lives now. Mm. Okay, we've done all we can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you're right. He's turned into a centrist. So um, there has to be another way. Bridget says, "What? We're running out of time." 
I'll think of something. I will. Mm. Like that plan I just now, where I just say it like, like now, when he, you know, and hope that it drifts on the wind to him and he gets a feeling from <laughs> I it. I started know. an online petition. <laughs> I'm going to get 100,000 signatures. They'll look at it and ignore it. <laughs> I've written a letter to Kia Starmer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cut to interior apartment reception evening. Dorman is reading. Remember Dorman the Doorman? <laughs> yeah. And his yeah. name is spelt with one O, so it is Dorman the Doorman. Yeah, Rizzo the Rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Rizzo the Rat should play Badgeman because he has to haul really, really, really heavy suitcases <laughs> yes. everywhere. Uh, Dorman is reading. A woman enters with two little girls and a small yapper type dog. Not yappy, but yapper type dog. The woman is dark haired and mousy, but well turned out. Mm. Dressed in a black dress to her ankles, she wears an Ingrid. Bergman pillbox hat, which perches atop her head at an angle with netting, etc. This is a lot of information about this character. She is Mrs. Sykes. Uh oh, this is bad news. This is Miss Piggy's part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kermy, you look different. <laughs> yes. The two girls are brown-haired, one about seven, the other ten. The seven-year-old, Melody, is dressed in white and the ten-year-old, Madeline, in black and white. Brilliant. The dog is white and fluffy with a flat face. Wait, wait, wait. Why have I suddenly started describing why, things? Why are you describing the dog? <laughs> why is like, make sure you get a white fluffy dog. And this is important. Make sure he's got a flat face, all right? I mean, how it's is very... it? I mean, what's happened to it to cause its face to get all flat? Did somebody eye in it? What was going on? <laughs> it walked into a wall too yeah. quickly. It was really enthusiastically chasing a stick. <laughs> it's a cartoon dog, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think I, I do actually know why you're doing this, because um, the whole black and white thing is because you've established that people in Silvertown only wear black and white. There's no colourful clothes, right? right? Mm. And the flat-faced dog, that's a designer dog, isn't it? That's um, mm. a, a highly an expensive, oh, yeah. um, inbred sick uh, dog that that rich yeah. people like because you know because they like making dogs suffer as well as poor people <laughs> Dorman stands to attention evening madam and mrs sykes says is mr sykes at home he is number 42 oh cuz this isn't their house is it this is like a a place laid yes. on by the company so she wouldn't know where to go yeah dorman picks up his dial phone receiver <laughs> who shall i say is calling she places her hand on his wrist to put the receiver down. His wife. Mm. He never mentioned. He doesn't know. It's a surprise. He doesn't know he's married. <laughs> Does Mortimer Sykes not know he's got a wife either? Or is it just <laughs> Sam who's going to be surprised by this? He doesn't know he's married. <laughs> yeah, I never told him. Never told him he's got two kids behind me. Cut to interior Mortimer's apartment lounge evening. Samael is on the phone. Is this why Kofensi said he's got no choice? Yes. Could, like, actually, this is not Mortimer Sykes' wife. It's Megacles in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, okay, yeah. Megacles, I wanted to put this wig on, go to his apartment and pretend to be his wife. You know, um, uh, here's um, here's a couple of dogs. There's three dogs, yes. in fact, right? I want you to say two of them are kids. Put these, put these two wigs on and say this two, this is... Uh, this is his kid called Madeline, and this is his kid called Melody. Mm. And this one, just pretend, just say it's a regular dog, because he's got this flat face, it's not going to be very convincing. Uh, th you know how humans have long noses. <laughs> right. right. So, uh, and then you go, and you yeah. get, we're going to kick up a fuss, mm. all right? Okay, I can do, I will do my best woman voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right there, Jockey Love. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> yes. yes, it's a very good one, yes. 
Interior, Mortimer's apartment, lounge, evening. Samuel is on the phone. Mm -hmm. Listen, no, it's simple. Listen, we wait until after the symposium. We speak directly with the EU. Explain. If they understand, it's just Basilius and his gold clan. Not everyone feels as he does. We can prevent war. They can help us stage a peaceful coup. You're right, he's turned into a centrist. No, no, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll wait until it's all already happened and then we'll apologise for it. <laughs> and then we'll go and talk to them and we'll say, no, you know, the person who represented us and said all those things, well, we didn't really agree with him. Mm. Can, we, um, can we use the system to have a peaceful coup? Is that a peaceful coup? Uh, no, you're only allowed. To have a bloody revolution. It's the only thing. Wait a minute, you're offensive. What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, ding dong. Who oh. could that be? Oh, Wonders Samael. <laughs> Bridget, I'll call you back. Just please don't do anything rash. I think this he could the thing is uh, if uh, if you were if if you were rewriting this I think the the trick here would be rather than have Samael I mean you know you go one of two ways either you really <laughs> lean heavy lean heavy into the Samael turning immediately into a centrist when he's got money thing right and yeah. he starts making excuses for Basilius yeah. and like but you know that, really go for that or go the other way and have Samael the real kind of um hopeless leftist and Bridges are like I could murder him and he's like well, then what they'll just replace him with someone else who's exactly the same murdering one person isn't going to fix the world is it <laughs> you know this isn't Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> or a Marvel movie you know you've got to actually change the system you can't just murder one person and expect everything to be fine now well isn't it? this is a situation where you could murder one person and change the entire system because <laughs> you, if you kill him then you put his mask on you can do whatever you like because you're in charge <laughs> I would argue in a in a system like the one we have, even then you can't because the moment you start make, like you put his mask on, start making changes. Even if everyone believes you are mm -hmm. him, they still kill you or remove you from your position and replace you with someone who wants to do what they want you to do. <laughs> I guess it depends. There's always a system it well, that it keeps depends, itself going. Sure, but it, I guess it depends who's got the power here and whether this is like a uh, a dictatorship. Know, a dictatorship. Even then, I would argue, oh, yeah, then, many, yeah. a, many a dictator has been murdered and replaced with a different dictator because they started to do things yeah. the, the way that the rest of the party didn't want them to. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a problem with fiction, isn't it? There's always that you need in fiction. You, it's difficult to have a, a story about changing an actual system, which is complex and multi, you know, has mm. many parts. But but it's a you know much more satisfying to go. No, it's one guy's fault. Mm. <laughs> Let's get rid of that guy. He's the worst. That's how almost all. Yeah, what, what we need here is that Bridget Astor is um, actually sleeping with every gold person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> like show the show the system and how, and show how that idea of just killing mm. one person is not going to solve anything by just exactly how many people she has to kill, <laughs> and it is like a million. <laughs> yeah, mm. and there's a montage that goes on for three hours. It's a three-hour yeah, montage. Yeah, just people getting of her murdered murdering in people. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, so Samuel says Bridget I'll call you back just please don't do anything rash like murder like mm. murder every gold person that you're sleeping with <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> to be you know to be honest that wouldn't be rash that would be a three year operation <laughs> that would take a lot of planning he hangs up and goes to the door he looks through the spy hole but there doesn't appear to be anybody there mm. 
He swings the door open, clever Why? man. You should have left it closed if there's no one there. No, oh, there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah. Mrs Sykes jumps up from where she was crouching with the two <laughs> girls and the dog. Brilliant. Woo! Surprise! And the girls say, surprise, Daddy! <laughs> Samael looks aghast and Mrs Sykes looks confused. Mm. She becomes immediately respectable and haughty. Oh. The dog growls. No, I'm terribly sorry. I thought this... Is this 42? Because I know you are painted green, but you don't appear to be a frog. <laughs> uh, it yeah. clearly reads 42 on the open door. He cannot lie. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's not... that. No, he really goes for it. That's not a four. That, that's a six. That, that, no, that four you're looking at, that's not a four. That's a six. This is 62. <laughs> yeah. You want to go down two floors. No, somebody else says, yes. Mrs Sykes says... Is Mjotima here? No, he um, went out. Mm. Yeah, all right, ah, she. When will he be back? Um, oh, soon. <laughs> I mean, hold on a second, no, not soon, never. Ne- he, never, no, he no, is killed dead. him. <laughs> yeah, I stuffed him off the back of the train just after cutting his eye out. But don't worry, because uh, I did manage to grab his eye just before, and then I, I saved it, and then now they, this is his eye. Mm. So if you want to be in love with his eye, you can, because I've got it here. No, Mrs Sykes says, Yeah, I'm his wife, Mary. You can kill me, Miagery, if you prefer. <laughs> Uh, pleased to meet you. Uh, fell. Samuel fell. <laughs> you know, there's big billboards with my face and name everywhere, but I thought I'd just start using my real name. Hello, I'm Samuel. I'm a wanted criminal. <laughs> That's the imagination he has. That's the power of his brain. He's like, yeah. he can't say he's more than a psych. So what other name can I think of? Quickly, quickly, think Samuel. <laughs> Absolutely. Looks around for inspiration. Yeah. Well, yeah. I call myself um, Mr. Door Carpet. No, quick, yeah, look out the window. Them. Oh, there's a picture of me with my name next to me. My name's like, oh, yeah, Samuel Fell. Like that me on the bill, like that me on the billboard. There I am. Proof that I am Samuel Fell. Look, they yeah. wanted victim. Yeah. yeah. No, no, should have said John Billboard. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so no, Samuel, being a genius, says, mm, "Pleased to meet you. Uh, my name is Fell. Samuel Fell. Brackets wanted criminal. <laughs> um, I'm, <laughs> I'm his work colleague. I'm sorry. Do come in. You must think me terribly rude. Only you see, nobody told me you were coming. Mm-hmm. They bustle in." The computer says, Good evening, Mrs. Sykes. Good evening, Miss Sykes. Good evening, Miss Sykes. Good evening, Captain Waggy. (laughs) Yeah, taking this very seriously. Okay. Now, (laughs) yeah, you really are. The thing is, right? Yeah. <laughs> the computer recognises the real Mrs. Sykes and the kids and yeah. the dog, mm. but it was fine with this with Samuel Fell going in and going, oh no, I, I am Mortimer Sykes. Why is it programmed to recognise the rest of his family but not him? It recognises eyeballs, doesn't it? Oh, does it? Oh, so it's it's like scanning from afar or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Like when uh, Tom Cruise goes shopping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So 
So hang on, did it recognise the dog's eyeball as well? <laughs> yeah. Because it said, cause I, okay, I understand. It said, like, hello, Mrs Sykes, it yeah, like, scanned yeah, yeah. her eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Hello, the two kids, scanned their eyes. Hello, Captain Wacky. <laughs> who, who programmed it to recognise the dog? So it could say, why does the dog need to be in, in the computer system? In case it needs to open a door? Listen. Or get on a horse-drawn bus? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the dog's got a job at the uh, biotech. It's very important. Maybe it's a very important dog. Yeah, it must be. It must be. Mrs Sykes stands. The dog sits by her side, growling still. Very nice. Silence, Waggy. (laughs) Be quiet, Captain Waggy. That's going to be amazing. And this very tense moment, this very tense moment where you're scared that Samuel's about to get find, found out and yeah. the computer goes, good evening, Captain Waggy. <laughs> and then they all start calling the dog Captain Waggy. Yeah. I mean, maybe I took more influence from Minority Report than I thought. You know, like the, whenever they have an action sequence, there's always weirdly like some comedic shit going on in the background, yeah, like those yeah, people true. doing yoga or that family. Yeah. Um, I've probably gone no, for that. right, there is, yeah. Mm. Okay. The dog stops growling, obedient mm. dog. Oh. Mrs Sykes stares at Samael, slightly creeped out by him. Mm. For one moment, when you opened the door, I thought you were him. The resemblance is quite... She shakes off her goosebumps. Which is the girl's room? Samael, realising what the extra room is for, points it out. The one with the two beds in and pink wallpaper and... Ponies, yeah, yeah, what's that for? Oh, I finally put it together. Yeah, and that kennel, he's like, oh, I thought that kennel was for, no, that kennel with, <laughs> no, with, been, with yeah. Captain Waggy written on it. Oh, the yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been sleeping in there, thought yeah. it was for me. <laughs> thought I was Captain Waggy. <laughs> uh, the girls rush to check out their room. Where is Miotti? The man said he'd be here. The man said he was here. What? The man. The man. Oh, where is Miotti? The man said he was here. The man is the doorman, right? Yeah. Doorman the doorman. Doorman the doorman. He just went to... Are you wearing his pyjamas? Oh, fuck. What? Samuel's in pyjamas. He's just in... Um, I'm just his colleague. I just like to come... Like, I sometimes I come round like, after, after work and we we like wearing each other's pyjamas. Nothing strange going on. Don't worry, but we do we do, do some bumming, OK? But, but not, you know, it's not infidelity if it's with another man, is it? That's OK, that's okay then. What happens in another man stays in another man. <laughs> you sure be I don't... I don't think that's the saying. He's still, he's still in me now. <laughs> Are you wearing his pyjamas? The dog starts growling at Samael again. The girls return. Madeline says, it's yucky. Mrs Sykes goes to look at the room. Interior, girls' bedroom, evening. Two beds with no mattresses. Oh, undecorated, shit. no other furniture. She glances in, tuts and steps back out to the lounge. He was supposed to have it redecorated with bunnies. What has he been playing at? Mm. Uh, he's been very busy lying <laughs> on the train track dead <laughs> with one eye cut out and no fingertips. Uh, yeah. Very busy, I'm afraid. 
Yeah. No, obviously Samuel actually says he's been very busy. Yeah. Bumming me. Bumming me. Yeah, bumming me. Very busy. Bumming me. Bumming me. Let me wear his pajamas. Yeah. yeah. He's been very busy. Really, he hasn't stopped until just now when he went out to get some more Johnnies. I've been sleeping in that uh, kennel there, and he's been giving me a bone. <laughs> it's what's been happening. <laughs> Has he indeed? Silence, Waggy. <laughs> the, the dog shuts up. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, this is a comedy character, isn't it? And this is this is something I've seen before as well. I mean, it is a tense scene because he is about to get found out. Yeah. But I think especially when this character is a woman and not and not 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 necessarily a young hot woman, but more a slightly older amusing woman comes in and starts doing jokes. Yeah. This is a scene I've, I've definitely seen. And the fact that the dog's called Captain Waggy and keeps mm-hmm. barking and she tells it to shut up, this mm. feels familiar as well, actually. Yeah. Mrs Sykes continued, Girls, go and play, please. The girls slink off. Mrs Sykes, You seem very at home. Mm. I'm just... She sniffs. She moves closer to Samuel and sniffs him. Mm. That's my husband's cologne. <laughs> um, you, you know that cologne is mass-produced, right? <laughs> it is a coincidence, everything. And, and with the other evidence, it does look bad, I'll admit that. But to yeah. be honest, on its own, it's not a great No, no, because actually, because pyjamas are mass-produced as well, actually. We've just, we just got the same pyjamas. I saw his yeah, pyjamas. I, I thought, they're nice pyjamas. Where did you get them? Mm-hmm. Buy me thoughts, get them on them. Get them of them and wear them everywhere. I looked at his right eyeball and I thought, that's very nice. Where did you get that from? <laughs> but you know, right eyeballs are mass produced, right? I just <laughs> bought, bought one in Tesco. Mm. <laughs> that's my husband's Killian. Mm. He, uh, you must be quite close. I'll tell you what, it's, it seems like she's suspicious that they're having an affair, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and it seems like, and she jumped to that very quickly, so I think he's done that before. Mm. Right? Um, well, we... Long pause. I'm not going to mince my words, Mr Fell. Would you kindly tell me, are you sleeping with my husband? <laughs> Short pause. Sure, why not? Samuel says, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that is the right play, right? If In this situation, anything else is going to be incriminating. Yes, yeah, no. I have been fucking your husband. <laughs> no, no, no. Unless he's a massive homophobe, in which case he's like, we wouldn't let this lie go. He's like, no, oh, actually, he's dead on a train track while I murdered him. <laughs> I'm not a gay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Um, so Mrs. Sykes says, are you sleeping with my husband? Samuel said, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, not right now. Not right now, I'm not. But I mean, uh, I have done. <laughs> Is my husband invisible and having sex with you right now? Mm, yes, I admit it. He's invisible. He's not dead on the train track, which one I cut out. He's currently invisible. Yeah, tell you what did you say? Oh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> He's definitely having sex with me right now. Mrs. Sykes, who has been up till now marmish and haughty, releases her inner child and begins to blub. Wow, so a child came out of her. <laughs> Mrs Sykes says, Yeah, It's my emotion acting. Hmm. You were never meant to... Um, perhaps... Perhaps you should leave. <laughs> I won't mention you were here. You should go, shouldn't you? Yeah, never yeah. come back. Have you thought about going? You're probably quite upset that I've been fucking your husband. Have you thought about going so I can have his flat and be like, just move in with him and stuff? Is that, is that a possibility? Mm. We could do that? Yeah, I'm going to faint. Well, that's good. Well, I'll tell you what, while you're, while you're asleep, I'll get my girlfriend to kill you. 
Yeah. You faint, I'll call my girlfriend Bridget Astor. Yeah. Uh, she, and she'll murder you. I forget who's playing her. Is it Gonzo? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Gonzo. Gonzo right? yeah. uh, no, Samuel actually says, Water. Do you want water? Mm. Yes, please. Samuel scurries to the kitchen. Light. Lights on, Mr. Sykes. That's the computer, remember? Mm. He stops Bolt still in the doorway. Uh oh. Mm. Mm. The computer called him Mr. Sykes. Mm. Mrs. Sykes' eyes widen. He turns to see if she has registered. She is staring at him. She begins to back away. The dog starts growling again. Samuel says, It's not what you think. Isn't it? Now, I know what what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, no, this guy's probably murdered my husband, (laughs) cut his eye out and sewed it into his own head, probably on a train, (laughs) cut his fingers on, stapled them on. Look, I can see the staples in his fingers right now. (laughs) And then started pretending to be him, probably because he's some kind of revolutionary working with Kofensi. We've all heard of (laughs) Kofensi. I bet Megaclean is involved as well. I bet Megaclean is involved. That's what you're thinking, isn't it? Well, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. He's probably probably just recently been started having sex with someone called Bridget Astor for no. Apparent reason. <laughs> well, all of those things are wrong. Mm. Uh, no, he says, it's not what you think. She backs into the phone table. She picks up the phone. You look so like Morty. You have his eyes. Mm. <laughs> well, that's the first true thing you've said anyway. Oh, shit, no. Oh, God, no, it's worse. His reply is so much worse. <laughs> This wi- this widow, who's just realising what's happening, has said, you look so like Morty. She's in shock. She's trying to process this information. You look... He's in a lot of danger. She's about mm. to call... You look so like Morty. You have his eyes. And Samuel says, well, one of them. <laughs> yeah, he's gone full on um, serial killer at that point, hasn't he? Yeah, fuck. She begins to dial. He lunges forwards and grabs her. She screams. He places his hand over her mouth. Mm. Oh, dear. Please be quiet. She bites his hand hard. He Shit. yelps and releases her. She is screaming loudly. The girls come... Oh, fuck, I forgot there were kids here as well. The girls come running. The dog is barking. Mrs Sykes arms herself with the fire poker. The fire poker? Well, wow. Girls, come to me. The girls are crying, scared. They rush to their mother's side and she backs them all towards the front door. Samael moves slowly towards them. It's going to be very difficult to sympathise with this main character if he murders an innocent woman, two children, and Captain Waggy the dog. Come on, but that's going to be really fucking hard, Okay, it's not. You know that my characters always kill children. It's just the moment we've been waiting for. (laughs) Yes, I do, and it's always very difficult to sympathise with them when they do. Yeah, but they're rich children. They deserve to die. Think about it. It doesn't mean they deserve to die. They deserve to be taught better. (laughs) All right. Hopefully they've got some taggers on and then he can explode them and he won't have to like... And we make it really easy yeah. for him. Hopefully Shin will turn um, up in a minute and she'll be like, oh, yes, I love blowing up children. My real name's Penny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he does kill anyone now, it's going to really fly in the face of his of his argument early saying, don't kill that evil it man really with is. all the money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think we should kill anyone. Killing is bad under any circumstances. Unless, unless there's two children who need to die and unless a dog. It, unless it's th- threatening my champagne existence yeah. in which go yeah, down and kill them. Unless it's inconvenient to me. Mm. Like, if a couple of kids are in my way and I'm walking on the <laughs> street and they're, like, playing a game, they're in the way, I might shoot them. Yeah. But don't, no, don't kill Basilius Rex, the arc architect of inequality. <laughs> so, like, some kind of super Tory. <laughs> don't, don't kill him. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so Samuel moves slowly towards them and says, no, I can't let you leave here. Hmm. Mrs Sykes. Don't come near. Put that down. Please. No, I don't want to hurt you, but you're giving me no option. Don't come near. Computer, lock the front door. <laughs> Ooh, front door locked, <laughs> Mr. Sykes. I tell you what, when you're casting this movie, maybe you know, maybe think, maybe think twice about that voice you chose for the computer because it yeah. it really breaks the tension in this very very important moment when your computer suddenly goes. <laughs> <laughs> really, really distracting. That was a bad idea yeah, that like you it. had. That's good. <laughs> Mrs. Sykes says, "Computer, unlock the front door." No, unauthorized command, Mrs. Wow. So the house is what kind of society is this where women aren't allowed to open their own front doors or any door if they're inside? I feel like if you're inside, the computer should be set to anyone is allowed to open this door. Yeah, the door knows who they are, so you would think it would be pre-programmed. Maybe not to let not to let the kids out because uh, safety locks and everything. But yeah, but yeah, an adult woman who's Mm. inside. Pretty much any room should be able to open that door. Because mm. that's kind of what like, things are like now. Particularly, if you think about like Yale locks. If you're inside, you can get out. That's true. And that's true on a lot of doors. So, but in, the, in the future, you can't. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, the computer says, unauthorised command, Mrs. Sykes. And Mrs. Sykes goes, no. And then she gets a new <laughs> helmet. <laughs> yeah. As far as I'm concerned, anyone in a film now who yeah. ever goes, no, <laughs> yeah. immediately gets a new helmet. Yeah, yeah. Agree. <laughs> she heads to the phone. Samael says, please, just can we put the thing down and talk sensibly, please? Mm-hmm. Can we talk sensibly about the fact that I'm about to murder you, you two kids and your dog? <laughs> Mrs. Sykes picks up the receiver from the floor where it has fallen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't do that. She dials, still threatening Samael with the poker. He leaps at her. She drops the phone and swings the poker. He grabs her arm. They spin around the room, wrestling. She trips over the phone cord and together they crash down onto the rug. Mm-hmm. She has stopped struggling. Oh, shit. She is merely twitching. Oh, no. The girls are screaming and crying. The dog. Okay, your turn now, girls. Who wants to wrestle daddy next? Madeline or Melody? Come on, wrestling time. Oh, my God, it gets worse. The dog is barking like crazy. It sounds like he didn't kill her on purpose. He wrestled her and get okay. He didn't. Uh, this is this is such what a movie I, get out thing. Yeah, but what this I, is such yeah, a no, common I, I, get out. I, I must have changed. No, it. I know she fell down the stairs after I, you know, wrestled her <laughs> at the top of some stairs with a gun, and then my gun accidentally went off and accidentally shot her through the head three times just in case. Yeah. But I didn't actually do it on purpose, and therefore I'm a good person. Yeah, this is this is really common in movies, right? That's true. Um, so this is what I was saying at the start. I couldn't remember w- w- where it's landed or what happens, but um, I remember Maybe originally. A good guy originally, he used to strangle her to death with the phone cord. I remember that. Really, fuck. Mm. I think this is probably quite common in movie writing because it's so it's so often you see that scene where you like the writer needs a character, like, yeah. needs one of the opponents of the main character 
to die. Hmm. But they, if they know, if they get the opponent to pick up a gun and shoot that person, then the audience will go, well, I'm not on that guy's side <laughs> anymore. Yeah. But if they could, like, if it could just be a bit accidental. I mean, yes, he is threatening her. Yes, she is a woman trying to protect her two children. Hmm. Well, he's apparently quite a scary man. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Because no matter what he looks like, she's realised he's cut her husband's eye out and his fingers off and taken over his life. She's fucking terrified. Yeah. But, you know, as long as... She's got a weapon. She's trying to defend herself, and he wrestles her. And the oh, the gun accidentally went off. Mm. Then it's suddenly it's not his fault anymore, is it? Yeah. He was just trying to murder her. I mean, yeah, he was trying to murder her, but he, uh, uh, he didn't actually do it. The gun went off by accident while he was trying to murder. <laughs> it's yeah. all fine. We're still on his side. Because yeah, it is literally the gun went off. Because what actually happens is. She's uh, she stops struggling. She's merely twitching. The girls are screaming and crying. The dog is barking like crazy. Samael moves away and sees what has happened. The fire poker has gone straight through her neck. Oh shit! It's a sharp fire poker. I take it then. Yeah, blood spreads quickly over the rug. I mean, yes, because and I think like because she was holding it, we're meant to think, <laughs> oh, she stabbed herself through the neck. Like it's the same thing as like when the person who's got the gun is okay. the one who gets shot. It's Let's like, oh well, it's, it's going for fault, ice then. cream now, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I'm your dad, right? No, you, no, I can prove it. Look, I'll just scan my eye and fingers. See, yeah. <laughs> it says I'm your dad. Okay, let's go for ice cream. The girls are still screaming and crying while the dog is barking. This is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem. Yes. I have no idea. I have no idea <laughs> how Samuel. Yeah, yeah. How Samuel can solve this problem without murdering two children and a dog? Kill them. Kill them. Kill. But accidentally. I don't, I don't think... Oh God! It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> what, what, what is it? I don't know. What is it? I just scrolled down. It says the girls are still screaming and crying while the dog is barking, and that was at the bottom of the page. So I had to scroll down to see the next line. <laughs> yeah. The next line is he kicks the dog. <laughs> Samael kicks the dog. It's the next yeah, line. shut up, for fuck's sake. And it, ye- it yelps and runs off to the corner. Yeah. The girls, scared and crying, Samael says, shut up. <laughs> shut up, I've just murdered your mum and kicked your dog in front of you. Stop overreacting, okay? <laughs> Be quiet or I won't buy that ice cream yeah. later. Madeline shuts up but Melody cries more. You make her shut up. Mm-hmm. Wow, he is the villain now, right? <laughs> this, this is the way, in movies, this is the way a villain acts, right? This is how we know, this is how we recognise villains. This is what, this is a thing that people criticise in movies, like in modern movies, like in Marvel movies or whatever, where mm-hmm. the bad guy has too much of a point because essentially the heroes are supporting capitalism. So you've got a bad guy who's like maybe... Uh, Maybe this system where we just let hit, like superheroes do whatever they want mm-hmm. all the time to 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 make things the same when things are shit. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's bad. Maybe we could change things. And they mm-hmm. go, oh, hang on. The writer's like, oh shit, hang on. This guy's got a point. I better make him kill a child. <laughs> better make him kill a child or two, so we all know that he's a bad guy. Yeah. And this is that scene. This is the scene that proves that the bad guy is the bad guy. I mean, it is exactly that, right? Because Samuel <laughs> is trying to bring down an unfair system. He's fighting against yeah. the Marvel heroes. He's fighting against Tony Stark with all his money to keep things exactly as they are, to, to, to continue inequality. Mm. And we've got to know that he's actually the bad guy by having him kill a couple of kids. Except he isn't the bad guy. <laughs> so we don't need this scene. <laughs> well, he's the bad guy now. There's no tw- no question about that. He's not killed them. He's just killed their mum by accident. He's traumatising them and shouting he's at them. He's only kicked, kicked a dog. dog. <laughs> 
All right, so Madeline tries to shush her sister. He paces around for a while, the girls quietly crying and watching him. Oh, God. Right, so what he says next worries me, because what he's going to while he's pacing, while he's pacing, he's going to say, decide, do, don't regret, decide, do, don't regret. And unfortunately, the fourth one is not die, so he's not going to kill himself, which yeah. would be like a nice way out of this particular situation. Mm. Oh, God. Holding back tears of his own, he makes his decision. Samael says, OK. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer so we sat to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. If you're unsatisfied and want more, then that's your problem. Bye-bye, man. <laughs> Bye-bye, man. <laughs> He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.